0: Check, check, check. One, two. One to the two. One to the two. two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty. What's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on.
1: The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it.
0: Ball in your whole life. You got so much cash. I want to kidnap your wife. But I'm not gonna let him do that. Shaq asked me, "Shack asked me how your ass tasted." But I did not reply.
2: Is this your ode to Kobe? Yeah. On his birthday, that's passed.
0: It's what we did. It's Matt made us do a song about Kobe. Episode thirty, I'll handle it. Episode thirty-three of the Audio Fun Bag podcast, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com. They are following all the COVID guidelines. They will come out and fix your refrigerators and washing
2: machines and your audio and video equipment, your vintage stuff. What I meant. That's very, actually, that's very big these days, the vintage audio.
0: And also, hard ice vodka freezies. You can visit them at hard ice That's probably not Fucking the best. Fucking uh, nailed it. Let's start right here. That's a good of, place to start. That's at, a good place to start. Outside right of here.
2: Kobe Talk. That the really, you were like, oh, yeah. Hey, remember that Kobe song we wrote like three years ago?
0: Three years ago? Was Kobe it Kobe wasn't playing three years ago, dude. Was it longer? Yeah, it was much longer. It like five years ago? Matt asked us to do a Kobe song. You're right,
2: because they would have all gone into the Hall of Fame together, him and, and Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan.
0: Yep, and we mailed it in and did them a Kobe song. Yeah, we did do
2: that. Ball in your whole life. Got so much cash, I want to kidnap
0: your wife. And then you came in, you were like, but I'm not going to I'm him.
2: But I'm not going to let him. And of course- We're playing our instruments, sort of, and I'm like, oh, you got that. You
0: got that, yeah. All right,
2: I'll have to go back and find that.
0: By the way, Chuck, so he sprays this whatever we've got around here. We're in the Chuck Oliver STD studio. It says liquid sanitizer. You can hopefully hear that at home. Um, But when this stuff, like, it just puts droplets everywhere – and it does
2: smell very intense. And I have a and bad sense of smell. smell. And I can and I can pick up that there's something very intense over there.
0: Yeah, I'm about to cough. But when you see the droplets dry up on surfaces like this, it looks like it looks like old cum stains on shirts. That's exactly what it looks like. Don't ask me how I know. Well, you know how I know. But like look at this. It looks like old you know, yeah. stuff stains.
2: So glad our sponsors support your lifestyle. <laughs> so on. very pleased with that. <laughs>
0: So let's start with
2: something that does affect your lifestyle.
0: <laughs> we won't be doing a right from the hard spot. Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> Speaking
2: right from my heart. Uh, yeah. You ever <laughs> dealt with dropping dimes all over your clothes?
0: You know what I used to do? I used to... Instead Put it, of, it in socks and burn them? No, I would use my brother's old t-shirts. Ooh, that's... And I throw them back in his laundry and my mom got furious at him one time because she's like, what is this kid doing like three or four times a day? And so she made him. (laughs) you're, You're like, it's me. Correct. And his shirt. she's like, Kevin, your shirts are not supposed to be sticking together. And so she finally lost it on him when he was like 15. She's like, you're doing your own laundry from here on out. I'm not touching that anymore. So suck it, Kevin. We don't talk anymore.
2: Yeah, that's a complicated relationship. And
0: four minutes in, I'm on the couch. Now, let's let's get to what we're well, supposed to talk, talk about. Let's talk
2: about this. When somebody that you, uh, you're you seeing, you're dating, you may have even fallen in love with, they leave you.
0: <laughs> but you never actually met them. Like, you only met them virtually.
2: Right. Like, e-Harmony. like, we kind of know one another, and then she cut me off. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's Jamie Newman. That's yeah. the, the Georgia quarterback situation. If you're listening tonight, then that was today. And if you're listening later, then it was the day before. So... Jamie Newman decided that he's going to opt out and get ready for the NFL and you and I have some uh, some HSOs on this.
0: I don't know if they're hot, but I I just I'm I'm trying to rationalize. So everything we're hearing behind the scenes is agents got involved, money got involved and hey, this is probably a we can get you the money now, you can get working for the NFL, be at the combine, be a Combine can, giant can and I, show off.
2: Can I say how this business wor- works? Yeah. Because I, I worked in it for a few years. Yeah,
0: you worked for Chuck Smith, right?
2: Right. You were his uh, bag man, his runner. We did combine training. No, I never exchanged money with anybody. No, because
0: that would be illegal.
2: Here's what happens. Wink, wink. So once you get to the end of your season, whether that be December because you don't make a bowl game, January your bowl game is over, February you went and you got to the playoffs and all that sort of good stuff. As soon as it's over, you know who you're signing with. Like you already know, here's the agent because they because they've been whining and dining you. They've been reaching out to you, whether it's by using runners or themselves. You know who you're going to go with.
0: Can you be in contact with an agent, or can the people around you be in contact with an agent? People around you, like you, you have an idea as to yeah, who it's going to be. Your group of people that you trust, they can have conversations. Now, keep this in
2: mind as well.
0: No signatures, though. I believe
2: there's some people that will take money in advance from agents and then screw them. It's a, it's a really nasty kind of game.
0: Like but, the player will screw them over? Yes. Keep and the money and because this was supposed to be on the hush-hush and we're let, just going to hold it.
2: Let me tell you this story. There was a player who played in the SEC who took money from multiple agents where he said he was going to sign with them. Bet it was a Bama player. No. And right. then after he went to the Senior Bowl and wasn't playing well, you had four or five different agents that were cheering every time he got his ass kicked. <laughs> and here's the funny part about that. One of them ended up getting him to sign. So then there was three other agents that were pissed off that he took their money. But it's not like you can go to the NCAA or go to the the nope. the, the police and say, this guy took my money because it's a it's a dirty game. What happens is you end up as the agent. You're also fronting the money for these guys to get high-end training, to show up at a facility and start working. And so what we're hearing around all over the SEC and a lot of college football is some of these agents are getting to kids and saying, why don't we start the process now, opt out, you can start training now, and I'm fronting the money for it, and you can be uh, get ready for nutrition and everything
0: else. And that's where it's weird to me because why now? Why is the timeline now? Because these agents could have been in contact with these kids a month ago, a week ago. Why now? Oh,
2: they've been in, they've been in their ears for a year. That's that's not a surprise. Then
0: why is Newman pulling the trigger on this today?
2: And this is where we drop the other little thing that we've been hearing.
0: We said it on the podcast, by the way. We said it last week or two weeks ago that we're hearing about Dewan Mathis.
2: That right now, in terms of who has been showing out the most and made the most development and has the coaching staff going, this is a competition, it's because of Dewan Mathis. That Daniels is still, he, he's, he's practicing well. When they say he's he's cleared, not cleared, it's just because he's not cleared for contact.
0: But the weird thing to me is... But that,
2: Mathis is apparently the guy who's showing out.
0: And, and there's, there's talk about it on the boards, and, and there's rumors flying around that there is a chance, and I don't know by who, who he was passed by. There was a chance that Newman was passed by. Right. And let's say Newman was not named the starter day one when you play Arkansas. That destroys his NFL stock, because not only are you going to then go and sign with an agent and start working out, but also, you just got the kick in the face that I just lost my job to either a guy that's never taken a snap in college football and Dewan Mathis or a guy that's never taken a snap in the SEC to JT Daniels. Who's
2: coming off a knee injury.
0: And so that's a terrible look for a guy that wanted to up his stock going into his final year.
2: And so I look at this, and I don't fault him. I don't fault Jamie Newman at all. A lot of this is a business decision. He could have decided that... The writing's on the wall. This is not automatic. This could be damaging to me if I play. Here's where I'm at. I'm not going to do it. Or it just makes sense right now to start my pro career with the money and everything that comes along with it. Remember, he's a graduate transfer. But you should have done that a year ago then if that was the case. He could have, but the idea was I'm going I'm to up my stock. I'm going to insure myself as a first-round pick. I know one way you're not going to be a first or second
0: round pick. Don't start for the team you went to. Correct, but then why opt out now? How how, did, how has this changed over a month? Like, obviously he used COVID as his excuse. Fine, it is what it is. But why would you opt out now? And that's that's what makes me think maybe he was passed on the depth chart. Or
2: maybe the writing's on the wall.
0: Or maybe this is just spin from Georgia. That, that, I don't know how to rationalize it. Kirby's, that's the thing. Well,
2: Kirby Smart has already come out and released a statement where fully support Jamie Newman moving forward. What's he supposed forward. to say? I know, but, and we'll know more in the next. You and I have our guys, and we reach out to him. We start finding out some of the stuff that's going on. And, again, two weeks ago, it was this other kid is showing out. This other kid, what was it the comparison to with Dewan Mathis? He's looking like what?
0: He had put on, because my first question was, has Dewan put on weight right. cuz he needed to put on weight cuz he was he
2: was just, too, he was two he was 6'5" 6'6" 205. He looked
0: like a rail and they said he looked like Cam Newton.
2: Yeah, the 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 conversations that we were told about was that he was looking like a Vince Young type of player, tall That's what and it was. big. Vince, yeah, not, I'm sorry, not yeah, Cam. Th- th- it was I Vince. mean cuz Vince was still lean, but he was just big and strong now from 2 years of training. So, I don't know let's see how it plays I certainly I don't again I don't fault the kid if he decided I'm not comfortable with this and I'm going pro or hey I'm this could hurt me possibly I'm going pro or hey I just had a foot injury that cost me a month man I don't want to chance it I'm going pro any of those things are are,
0: are well within reason to do it can I throw one more deeper layer on this possibly though and that is if you're Kirby smart and and it's cliche and it's coach speak but the best guy is gonna win the job and we're gonna play the best guy blah blah blah. If you took in a grad transfer and he did not win the job, that's a bad look for a head coach. Like, you may not get another graduate transfer just based off of that. That you're going to go out basically and promise the job to somebody, which they do. They're going to say you're going to win the job, but you know there's a lot of talk behind the scene of this is your job right now. Hell, JT Daniels wasn't even in the picture when they were talking to Newman, and so... It, it could be a bad look for Kirby if he started JT Daniels or Dewan Mathis over Jamie Newman, even if they were the better quarterback.
2: Can I give you an alternate view? All right. You will now have to accept it.
0: Mm-mm. I rect- don't have to accept it. Rectally. But I will um, listen to you.
2: I think you have a bigger problem in your room and in your program if you're not making it a competition. Because
0: well, I, hell, I that was that was half the reason with the Justin Fields Jake Fromm thing. That locker room was divided over guys that should have thought that
2: thought this guy or this guy. Yep. And it, it the thing was though, Fields had lost the competition, but was the better athlete. Uh,
0: everybody you, still knows he's the better. Like they knew then he was the they, better athlete. Right. He just wasn't the better quarterback right. at the time.
2: Exactly. And so that's that's the complication here. That when you're preaching competition, competition every day, it's competition. You got to win your job. Even if you're a grad transfer and you come in and you don't, you're not part of those rules. That hurts. So I think that there is something to this. Competition was not going to be clear cut from everything we've heard. Now again, I haven't seen one instance of practice other than here's a quick Twitter video of somebody throwing to somebody. Yeah, none of us have. Yeah, the inside guys are the ones that told us this is
0: this is not cut and dry. It's also interesting that it comes after the first scrimmage, is it not?
2: Yeah, as in how did different people perform during that scrimmage and what is it looking like and what does it mean moving forward? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff we'll have answered well, you know, maybe next week after no, I want next the podcast. answer now. I'm
0: going to put it on you. Who takes the first snap under center against Arkansas? I think Mathis does. Wow. And that's only because I wonder A lot of the stuff I was hearing was Mathis, Mathis was going to be a package. Does that make sense? Okay. He was going now, to be more of a package quarterback. That would not
2: surprise me because it does allow you to do some of the things in the air raid offense that is very difficult to defend. We you know, we've shown you some of those videos, I've shown you some of those videos when you have a mobile quarterback, there're things that they can do to you on the goal line that you can't account for. But that's the only reason. I would I would lean toward Daniels cuz he's played
0: a full season at Southern Cal. Well, and he did. He but did. Mathis,
2: I think, ends up being that guy that they would love
0: to have get this job. And talking to Buck today, Daniels. If you go back and watch his freshman season at USC, which I got to go and look now. Hell, that's the worst part. Oh, we I, all the I, already, work I already did on that with you. Newman. But if you go back and watch the RPO stuff he was doing at USC, he was running a lot of the same stuff his freshman year until he got hurt.
2: I need to look it up because I did. I did do that film work one night.
0: Cause, Newman or JT?
2: Uh, JT, because okay. I don't. I don't sleep. Yeah, I know. I mean, I kind of do, but it's more of just an overarching fear of what if I don't have this right? Or what if I don't do this right? Let's see. What was my thing? Um, Here. Okay. I wrote, um, this is from, let's see. This is from May. Dear Journal. I said, the throw to the opposite sideline with pace is pretty impressive. Follow that up with his ability to move in and out of the pocket. Now, when will JT Daniels be eligible? 2021. And I posted a link. I'm going to show you that link later during the break, and you can take a quick look. Just you're going to see the arm strength and his ability to move. And if he's healthy, then you've got something there.
0: I've been going to sleep. Do you remember I told? Did I say it on the podcast? My dream. Remember? No, I don't want to he- anybody to ever hear your
2: dream. Ever, ever, ever.
0: No, not ever. the one about us kissing. Yeah, that was a grossest, it weirdest
2: dream you You're, you're like, you're like, I had a dream that I kissed you last night. I was like. That's cool. Don't need to know about it.
0: We were on air, and I didn't know the question I was going to ask the guest, and so I reached over and kissed you. You panicked, <laughs> and, and you thought, maybe if I create a distraction, it won't. Well, what distracts the listeners more than an on-air kiss? Anyways, no, the other dream I had, where I was JT Daniels just slaying in Athens. You figured it out. Maybe that was a precursor of what was to come. You had a premonition of what's going to happen
2: fall in Athens as long as the kids stay on campus. Yes.
0: My dreams are awesome. Between making out with you and being JT Daniels and just slaying it with my little mustache and everything. All right, coming up next. It's been a very crazy week in my house. Mustache is a fun word to say.
2: And it's one that Brian Hoyt can definitely level with and understand. We'll do that next right here on the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. It
0: tickles the ladies. But my wife doesn't like the mustache. Did you just break that?
1: It's now time for a classic Audio Fun Bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up.
2: Discussing how Tiger Woods is having issues off of his latest surgery. His back is not working correctly. When he gets in a car, he has to lean the seat all the way back. So this is Buck listening to this entire
1: story from Kincaid, and here's Buck's response. I'm told Tiger Woods' condition has worsened. It's painful to sit. He sits in the car with the seat fully reclined. There's no foreseeable return. Well, why didn't he get out of the car? What do you mean?
3: Well, if he's going to lay down in the car. Well, that's what I'm saying, too. Get out of the car.
1: <laughs> I, just, I love Buck.
0: not the
3: point,
1: though I, I love Buck. Wait, i got to hear it again. I love Buck so much. I'm told Tiger Woods' condition has worsened. It's painful to sit. He sits in the car with the seat fully reclined. There's no foreseeable return. Well, why didn't he get out of the car? What do you mean? Well, if he's going to lay down in the car. Well, that's what I'm saying.
3: Too. Get out of the car. I love. See, vomit. it was just a for instance. Oh. This is how injured he is that when he happens to be in a car. Well, why I mean, didn't
1: he get out of the car? It's a fair point. If you really think about it, why not then open the door and get out of said car? Welcome back It's the Audio Fun Bag
2: Podcast. All brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. You can check out Norman's Electronics. NEIUSA.com or give them a call, 770-451-5057. Book that service online 24-7.
0: I got told I smelled like dry cherries by a girl in high school, and it has stuck with me to this day. I don't know if it's a compliment or not.
2: I can't confirm it because I can't smell that way I well.
0: understand, but I'm just you saying— could be, you,
2: could, you could smell like dry old testicles or cherries, and either way I would just be
0: like, okay. But— If someone said you smell like cherries, you would take that as a compliment, right? I think so. Okay. Now, what if they said you smelled like dried cherries? Is that a compliment? Does that mean they're dried out and they're not anywhere near as good? I don't know. And it's stuck with me to this day. I returned the favor and told her she looked like a great mole rat. You ever seen a mole rat? No. They're a hideous animal. She cried, but I got
2: even. Well, you're a really nice person. What would you think about that JT Daniels throw to the sideline opposite hash?
0: My first impression was those USC jerseys are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: what you took away from. Well, no, that my, was just my I give you impression. a scouting report and you're like, those jerseys are beautiful. They really
0: are good looking jerseys. My second is he's got the arm strength. He stepped up into that throw and he's got the arm strength to throw to the far side.
2: He's got plenty of arm. That's that's the thing that jumps out to you. And when you, do you the showed film study. me him
0: on the move and He can move. While I'm not saying he's Joe Burrow, he had that look of I escape the pocket. I can pick up a few yards here. I, I'm not going to burn anybody or and anything I'm, else. Would but i would be safe
2: and get down. Yep.
0: I can move the pocket. I can move around in here, and I can pick up a first down on third down.
2: So there you go. You'll do some more film study. We'll do a big review tomorrow. I'm going to spend a lot of time with that tonight. But I wanted to bring up a story with you because Yay! I think a lot of parents out there, whether your kids are in school or out of school, it's a different game, and it's very frustrating. So Saturday morning, my nine-year-old daughter wakes up and she has a sore throat. And I realize what's going on because I can hear her every single year. All of us get like a sinus infection, sinus kind of cold sort of deal. It's almost like right on time, September coming around. This is when it happens. So I recognized it and we gave her a bunch of fluids and everything else. And her, you know, she went through a box of tissues and we're like, all right, great. Sunday, now my six-year-old starts. COVID. As i trying to then tell my wife, who's doing the, like, oh, oh what about this? What about this? And I just go, listen, this is what's going to happen. I was like, they're going to get past it. We're going to send them to school, and that's fine. By Sunday evening, I realize both of them are just on their butts over it because it's it's a sinus cold. This is what they're dealing with. And we realized pretty quickly I can't send them to school no. because it's a whole other world now.
0: Well, dude, my my son just got sent back because he had diarrhea, and diarrhea is not an example of having COVID. But no, he had soft stool. Oh, soft stool. So to because diarrhea will
2: get you sent home, no matter what, no matter where. No, soft stool s- is being like ultra careful.
0: Yeah, because everything's CYA right now, dude. Yeah, I so, get it.
2: So we went through the process where now my wife, who has been this, um, you know, I, I don't think there's any problem saying it. The reason why I know liberal so well is because she's very liberal. Oh dear God. And so now she's going through like, go. all the fear porn that she's been taking in. Now it's all starting. You're like, on all, the, like all of it. You're on the couch now. And so what happens is I finally just I go to my my nine year old and I say, Listen, I need you to make sure that you're not playing any of this up to miss a day of school. <laughs> and she's like she's like, Well, no, I'm not. I, I don't feel well. You know, why are you saying that? I go, because there's a woman down there that is determined to get the worst kind of thing stuck up your nose near your brain. But and, Mom, now, and now the shit's real to her. Now she's like, wait a minute. I was like, she goes, she goes, well, I don't have COVID. And I go, she don't care. Mommy, I can't taste or smell anything. So now she's playing into it. My nine-year-old's like, like maybe it's kind of cool if I'm just a little sick and this is COVID and I can oh. tell all my friends I had it. So she starts playing into it. We end up having to get them tested so that you can get back in school. And we went through the process. They went to a pediatrician, got their swabs, and by Wednesday morning, that'd be today, so two-day period, they then are told, you're both negative, you're cool. So now they get a certificate of having been tested, just like I did when we had this thing, Uh that now allows them to be back in school and have everybody cool, even though they're going to have sniffles. like They're still fighting through it, blowing their nose a lot, but now you know it's not the craziest, worst thing in the world. But that is now this crazy process for when you have your kids who get the most basic, simple, nothing cold.
0: Now how does your, and and your wife is crazy. That's about what I going to say. How does your wife feel about this? Did she want them to almost have COVID? Does that because if not to put this out there because I hope your kids I guess don't get COVID, but if they had COVID, Allie wins. Does that make sense? Like he, I proved my point. I told you, Los. Now he, our kids have COVID.
2: Okay, so this was the evolution of what happened. So
0: I decided
2: because now she's she's doing the whole walking around the house and and creating hypotheticals. And, you know, what if this? Well, what if this? Well, what if this? And then what if you would? And I just go, you need to stop. And now she's pissed off because I've told her, like, you need to you need to cut the shit out. Right now, here's the fun part about all this. I go down to the basement. I start working on my stuff. And I'm in my mind. I'm going, let's play this out the way it needs to be played out. I walk upstairs and I put masks on the kids. Oh. And then I put one on. She comes out of our office and she looks over and she looks at my, my six-year-old. She goes, why are you wearing a mask? <laughs> I come walking down the stairs with one on. I go, maybe you need to. Because now it's real, right? The shit's real? Mm. I mean, you got two potentials in the house. What are you walking around without a mask for? I mean, I'm just saying, since, since, since this is how we're playing all this stuff out, right? You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But you might have been wrong. (laughs) I'm just telling you that if you're going to, you you can't, and it's like what you're seeing in politics with these people that tell you you can't go in restaurants, but then they're in restaurants. You can't go to a salon, but they're in a salon. You can't do this, but then they're doing it. You can't tell everybody this and then not do it in your own life without looking like a hypocrite. Long story short, 24 hours, 48 hours later, everything comes back negative, and she's incredibly happy because she gets to send them back to school. Because it was too big of a pain in the ass. She spent the last two days going, I hope they're negative. They've got to be negative. They've got to be I can't I can't deal with this for fourteen days.
0: You should ever call my wife after dealing with children for I guess 20, 18 days? Eighteen days? Eighteen days? Yeah, it's it's not it's not a joy. I know you said you'd rather have life, lice in your house. Life in your house, cereal.
2: No, like, no, I'd rather lice in I, your house. I would rather deal with the bigger inconvenience, which is lice.
0: But watching for, for kids that age. But, but watching a one-year-old and a three-year-old for 18 straight days, I would have killed myself. <laughs> like I'm, I'm nervous that because we've all kind of talked about or joked about, like at some point we're all going to get it. And all I'm thinking to myself is, damn it, when when she finally does get it, I'm gonna have to watch those kids for two weeks straight.
2: And then, by the way, what did I do at work for the last? Three days. Oh
0: no! You put me in the weirdest position because, Mister, I've never you wear a mask. I'm not gonna say I no, never no, wear I, a mask. I, I you do wear but, a mask, but you but. started wearing a mask around here. Which then other people start asking me, "Hey, why is Lois wearing a mask?" I'm like, "You gotta ask Lois, dog. I don't know. I got antibodies. Leave me alone." They
2: were free. Everyone in the office who was kind of noticing was doing the small freak out because I sit isolated away from people. Uh huh.
0: It's just you and me. So so
2: I take my mask off. Yeah. And I and and then. Once I'm like elevator or anything else like that, the mask goes back on. I go into the battery, the mask goes back on. That's that's the routine.
0: <laughs> you have to wear a mask.
2: But I never like wear the mask in the control room nope. with you. But I started when anybody else came in there because I didn't know if I was a potential carrier until my kids tested negative.
0: Which actually freaked people out more, more when yeah. you were when I the was mask. wearing it. Yeah, they're like, what is wrong with him? Which brings me maybe to the next topic. My antibodies, the CDC says, are gonna run out the week before the Georgia Alabama game. Yeah,
2: you're gonna have to get that shit again.
0: Yeah, no. Like it's like the week the Georgia Tennessee game is when I'm supposed to run out. Well, and you, I, you need I, to go
2: to Quest Diagnostics. I really need to run this like one more week. You need to get the test to prove you have antibody. Uh huh. Like the week of the last little part where apparently you'll have it.
0: Oh, you could have it longer. They just say yeah, right now. But right now they three think months. three months
2: you can then show that to get your tickets and get in that game. They might not even let you into Tuscaloosa without (laughs) that. You need to have that as like your, these are my papers. It was really poor. It's like old Russia style.
0: It was really poor planning on my part. Now, I didn't know the season was going to get pushed back. Yeah, otherwise, week two, you wouldn't have had a problem. Correct. That's what I was planning on. I was planning on getting COVID in July. So week two in T-Town, I could have been there. Let's go. All right, coming up next,
2: we get to... Pandemic fun bag.
0: More pandemic. Awesome. We're basically doing Tug's podcast. Just the facts.
1: It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in dark club. This
0: was an amazing tease. I, I can't say anymore. Going to be a lot of fun. Keenan and I, and maybe kind of some of Keenan's buddies, will be up there watching that second game all right
4: coming up on 10 o'clock when we come back uh let's be honest growing up it used to be the best day of the year it used to be right at the top of your list and the falcon oh sorry uh oh oh now you could oh oh and now you could argue no. that uh no it's one of the worst <laughs> sports radio 680 no. the oh
1: I need to hear all of that again. For, before you play it, my advice has always been: the audience doesn't know your tees. So let's say you, I've read the wrong one multiple times. Yeah, plenty <laughs> of times. Right, I've read like, but just keep going. Like somebody in the car is not going. Matt just wrote. He read the four thirty tees. What a dope!
3: Hey, coming up next, Braves in the Super Bowl. We'll get your reaction. <laughs> you might as well say nobody. It. Nobody's listening.
0: Going to be a lot of fun. Keenan and I, and maybe kind of some of Keenan's buddies, will be up there. Watching that second game. Alright, coming
4: up on ten o'clock when we come back. Uh let's be honest. Growing up, it used to be the best day of the year. It used to be right at the top of your list. And yeah. the Falcon oh sorry. Uh, oh now you could and now you could argue that uh it's one of the worst. Does he do a show on Sports Radio six eighty the Fan.
1: Did you hear Sandra go back? There was a Sandra in there, and I thought in the background I heard her ask, "Are we on?" Hang on,
4: you, did she ask that? Like, did
3: I? I, I- want to hear this again, and we'll listen to Sandra. But you are, you are masterful at pulling the background sound. Do you remember the the Mike Tyson, uh, what was it? The Mike Tyson fight?
1: Oh Lord! Oh yeah, the guy I, in the corner yelling. I love listening to Da-da. the stuff. In the- I hear you. I hear you. and the- I love the background. It's always the most underrated part of it. Let me hear this. Let me see if Sandra did. Sandra say, "Are we on?"
0: It's gonna be a lot of fun. Keenan and I, and maybe kind of some of Keenan's buddies will be up there watching that second game all
4: right coming up on 10 o'clock when oh. we come back uh let's be honest oh. growing up it used to be the best day of the year right it used to be right at the top of your list and the falcon I'm oh, sorry uh now you could <laughs> and now you could argue that uh it's one of the worst
3: not only is there this giant spotlight outside the studio, but every individual mic has this bright red light on it. Pretty good
0: indicator. Bright red light. Pretty good indicator. It's now time for an audio fun bag clip. Brought to you by Norman's Electronics and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Looks like the sun's coming up, Chuck. How did I do? They do? Isn't that what the voice sounds like every single time she talks like that? It's not bad. It's not bad. It reminds me very much, though, of the, oh boy, was it, who did we do? Who's the guy in the chair, Uh, the scientist we used to do, but Nick and Chris and Stake killed that. yeah.
2: Um, that was that was Stephen Hawking.
0: Yes. It was, to, was it 6 o'clock? Stephen Hawking? You, uh, yes, Hawking the, would join us. Hit the sponsors real quick, and then we'll tell that You already did. Oh, okay. Well, I did it in a British accent, so I didn't know if it counted as one of our hits. Yeah, and so... My freaking kid watches Peppa Pig all the time, so I kind of have like a British accent. Mommy pig, daddy pig.
2: Because of what happened with them and doing what they did to, to Mr. Gleason... What happened? <laughs>
1: I'm we so am We then realized
2: pretty quickly... That somebody who is dealing with ALS, which, oh, by the way.
0: ALS humor. Just, (laughs) it's a big staple in Atlanta sports talk radio. But here's
2: what, here's where they stepped and they didn't understand. Hawking only made fun of
0: us. Hawking made fun of Chuck.
2: Right. We never would make fun of Steve. Hawking would shit on Chuck or crap on Matt or any one of us. He was never the target of the humor. You can never... Have that person be the target of the humor.
0: Didn't Hawking used to make very sexist jokes to women or yes. about women? Yes. Everything was so forward. <laughs> ha, 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 Yeah, ha, and ha. everything was ha, 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 <laughs> ha, ha, ha,
2: ha, And it was funny, and everybody liked it, and then those guys ruined it for us. Thanks a lot, Nick and Chris and Stake. We had to get rid of something that was really fun, but you realize how many jokes like we've gone through and then been like, all right, we wrote it out, next joke, because now it's digital Chuck. Right now it's digital Chuck, but like... He used to have steak that we used to be able to do all those drops with of him asking you a bunch of stuff, and then we had had... Let's see. Where else have we gone through? We have directional Chuck. That's a fun one. We have Domino and his random noises. There
0: are certain things right now, though, in the time and age we live in. Like, I don't know if we're going to ever get back white guy, black guy game.
2: Oh, yeah, when we would play. Oh, that's a white guy. That's a white guy. Oh, that's an island, brother. That well, was always a drops.
0: Because you would take old NFL NFL draft audio yes. or NBA draft audio. This guy is a coach on the field. He's really easy. Oh, a, he's a white guy. Exactly. <laughs> and
2: all of them were like, like he's an explosive athlete. He's got that second gear. He's this and this. And, and you would finish it up. Or, this guy really brings his lunch pail. He is like a coach white on guy. the field. and. and And we would play that game.
0: Athletic, well-spoken, oh, that's a black guy. Like, it was always these There was always these buzzwords.
2: There was buzzwords where we'd go,
0: that's what they're using for that one. There was that bit we did, and there was... Do you remember we did tweets from black guys? Yes, the the, the (laughs) the tweets... (laughs) Actually, oh my God, what actually, whatever that site was, it would have it. It w- Okay, so it's Black Sports Online was the site that would have it. And
2: they would collect like the
0: most incendiary tweets. It was also not called tweets from black guys. It was deep thoughts from Twitter, but BA one time was <laughs> filling in and he's like, now let's do a segment called tweets from black guys. <laughs> and, and we
2: <laughs> ran with that immediately. And every single one of them we had, we had our friend Ice Cold Stew who would read all of them. Well, he and could, they he could ho-
0: use a certain word that we could not. Yeah, and man, but, but <laughs> Stu, Stu does, okay,
2: Stu has like three different levels. There is, I'm talking to the ladies, I'm going to get laid, Stew. Yeah. There's the, I'm business-oriented, Stew, And then doing? there's the internet black guy slang, <laughs> Stew, where he could immediately go like, like, no, no, this is how this guy meant it. And he would say it that way, and you would go, damn, that sounds good. Yeah, he hit the R at the end. Oh, well, he'd hit everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know how, how certain people run words together? Like, in the South, you get, like, fixin' to? Yeah. Okay, that's all one word, fixing to? Yeah,
0: and if I was having somebody do a Southern kind of reading, I'd have Chuck read it.
2: Right, or, or like, the word China. Like, I'm trying to, but it'd be oh, just China. Oh, I heard China. Okay, so that's one of them where he could perfectly hit everything, and you went, that sounds awesome, and that's a bit that we can't do anymore. It's over. It's I'm gone. Trying to think Bye-bye. Again. Thank so- you, 2020.
0: We got those two. We got the Stephen Hawking. I'm trying to remember if there are any other bits right now that we cannot do. Sandra and the Fun Bag. Those are the four. Those are the four. That's <laughs> the, are the four the, bits these are we the, can't the deflector do. shields that we're not allowed to do. <laughs> all right. I, I went and found this. Can I say one thing real quick? Yeah. Tomorrow night, if you're listening tonight on a Wednesday, by the way, tomorrow on YouTube for Our 680. Our YouTube channel on 680. We are doing a 680 Tells All. We
2: are taking questions from the audience, and it's like a, a station confessional. We are going to tell all based on this. The only one we won't tell you is probably Otis Mounds.
0: Well, there's reason behind that. But so if if the listener is listening tonight or tomorrow morning, being Wednesday or Thursday, go to our 680 Twitter. Yeah, check it or out. Send Instagram. some questions in you guys have ever had, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow on the video. All right, now you can throw to your thing. All right, so this is the audio.
2: I was listening back on it, and it's kind of just a reminder of where we were months and months and months ago. This is when coronavirus allowed us to have the audio fun bag back. I cut it down. It's a little smaller, but here's what it sounded like when it first came back after being gone for a couple of years.
4: Through the years, Chuck and Chernoff have had so many memorable ideas that listeners fell in love with instantly, like SEC2. Oh, that sucked. I hear voices. Oh, that really sucked. The Beach Club. That may have sucked worst of all. But no idea has been more beloved by the fan listeners and hated more by the fan management. Now Chuck and Chernoff are very proud to announce the triumphant return of the Audio Fun Bag.
1: More time. I think I'm
4: happy.
1: Hey, listen, folks! All it took was a pandemic. No and big deal. Carpet. <laughs> no big deal at all. We are so happy it's back. How long it stays? Nobody really knows, but it's here now.
2: Well, we'll have to have another national emergency for it to come back. Let's not hope that is the case. Yeah,
3: they're developing a test uh, for fun bag. Um, you know, awareness. <laughs> Make sure that if you've caught fun bag,
1: you can get rid of it. <laughs> and we are all six feet apart from each other right at now. At least, you know. yes. Yeah, so-
2: <laughs> Social distancing, I've now learned that. Let's start this audio fun bag, The Return, with a piece of audio that opened up the Buck and Kincaid show today. For anyone who was by the channel, right about noon, we had connection issues. And we have now gotten to the point, and when I say we, it's Brian Hoyt. He's now started adding weight music, like elevator like music. You're on hold. Like you're on hold for the show. So you're going to hear them disappear. This would have been Buck, Hudson, and Tug. Elevator music, followed by Hoyt and I trying to keep the show alive, and by the time we came back the guys didn't realize that they were still on the air.
1: Joe Ham's great. Joe Ham's a great day. Yeah, you can't tell him on his birthday, you but every other every day other the tech day. guy parks in the front, you gotta tell him, right? Well Buck? this ham, you better be careful.
0: Well here we are again, Los Hey, welcome back.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So we're gonna have Chris Mortensen on at one o'clock and it might end up turning into Los and Hoyt. We'll see how that plays out as the uh, the boys are going to be back in just a moment. <laughs> Maybe? Oh, hey, they're back. Hey, you guys have me? <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, Hello. Hey. hey, now. Hey, What's how's going it going? On? Glad you're back. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. How long have we been on? Well, you're back, oh. and you've been off for uh, probably about 30 seconds.
0: Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I so think Road do we... Dog just let us keep keep going here. Oh, God. Uh, okay, so um, oh god, so we're all back. We're all good. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Buck, you you, uh, you okay? Had, you so
1: hey, uh, welcome to the show, everybody. Howard Hudson Mason. Dude, this wasn't this wasn't your spot break. It was like twelve oh four. See, but you have to understand the buck delay is real. Uh, like, okay. everybody it. else starts, and seven seconds later, that's when it goes <laughs> to Buck. I, know, I don't know why it works that way. It just does. I'm in
3: flashbacks to Saturday mornings. <laughs> as,
1: as Hoyt and I are, like, yelling down mine, You're on the air! Uh, well, uh,
2: Buck, you... <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of somebody who is just keeping it going, that is Georgia basketball coach Tom Crean. He joined Bulldog Roundtable uh, early part of the season... And you're going to hear something happen in the background that immediately gave away where he was at the time. Coach, let me ask you a question about Donnell, though. How critical to what you're trying to accomplish was it
3: uh, in the short term? I I know you've got a a long-term vision, but how critical was it in in the short term for you to get somebody with experience?
4: Very, very critical. Because the only two we have back as seniors are Tyree,
1: you guys hear Adam Gillespie, the engineer in the back. Off, off mic laughing? Yeah, because he's the one you can always count on to keep things professional. <laughs> Go back. Two things. Chuck is the ultimate professional, doubtful. He doesn't stop in the midst of the toilet flushing. Gillespie, listen for the laughing in the background here after the toilet stops flushing. Coach, let me ask you a question about
2: Donnell, though. How critical to what you're trying to accomplish was it uh, in the
3: short term? I, I know you've got a, a, a long-term vision, but how critical was it in in the short term? For you to get somebody with experience, there <laughs> he yeah, Oh,
1: man. I love that road it's dog. Restless. God hey, bless Chuck Dowdle. But you get the echo from Crean too in the background. Chuck,
3: get right on going. Oh,
1: that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Now the the ex- explanation was he just walked past one of those sensors. Sure. Like, yeah. yeah. That happens. <laughs> that's as loud as it gets. Uh, let's move over to John Kincaid, who very rarely actually gives us good ammunition. And also remember, Kincaid's never wrong either. Well, I've heard that. No time or time.
3: If you call it ammunition, that actually presents it to our coworkers (laughs) as a different sort of thing. So
2: John Kincaid mispronounces a name. What? And then clearly didn't realize that he mispronounced the name.
1: It is a gorgeous Monday hanging out with the Buck and Kincaid show on the fan. Buck enjoying the Celebrity Golf Tour. Los and Hoyt keeping me company today. So for the leadoff show comes your way late as the Braves take on the San Francisco Giants. The San Francisco Giants.
2: It kind of sounded differently. <laughs> what? Like,
1: like, like you called them the San Francisco Ginas. What? <laughs> yeah. San Francisco Giants. <laughs> he didn't believe us. A did damn T. Did you play it for him so he finally understood what he said? He, He's San Francisco Ginas. <laughs> it was in the break. He
2: goes, Oh my God, I did say it. He had no idea. And then he thought we were lying to him the entire time for the remainder of the segment. What? You you wonder what was on John's mind. Now you know. That's what's up. Let's Mm. move over to one Steak Shapiro. This was really funny from Steak because we've all been there where we start looking at our show sheet. And every now and then we're like, okay, where's that tease? What did I write down? What do I got?
3: Come back next with more on 790 The Zone.
2: Right.
1: That would have been good
3: if if you were at 790 The Zone at the time. That would have been great. 2006, that's a great tease.
2: Mm -hmm. In this case, you're going to hear Steak. Start looking for the
4: T's, realize he doesn't have it, and just say, whatever. Our organization doing everything right, which may sound silly because you're a 28-win team, so we can get that conversation going again. Yeah, and
0: I, th- I think I got a team that may debunk your whole your whole deal about trying to get big-time
4: free agents and why the Hawks haven't done it. All right. All right, I'm just telling I'm, you. I want to be debunked, if you will. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh, we'll talk about... Um, I don't know. Ugh. It's the fans.
1: <laughs> that's pulling the rip cord. But you know what? That's Why? not as bad as it. Ne- no, not nearly as bad as it could have been. I've always said the audience doesn't know what's coming up Dude. next. You could say we're going to talk to Goofy. Like it doesn't matter what's coming up next. But if you just want to pull a shoot, get out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's a great adjustment. Actually, uh, I, I, it ain't here. I'm not going to find it. Go to break. Whatever. How many, How many times have I read the wrong tease for the wrong time? And again, I'll just power through. The only idiots that know are you guys, and I don't care what you think. Yeah, we immediately start making fun of you. And yeah. Coming up in five years, I've never <laughs> asked an athlete about his mustache. Except the long tease. There's so much bad about that. The fact that I'm teasing your guys' mustache for five years. Just... Only four more now. <laughs> oh, man. Can't wait to find out about Darren O'Day's uh, mustache in 2024. He will have been retired for three seasons. Let me
2: point out that... Chuck Dowdle is one of the nicest guys in this business. Oh, you're about to crush him then. No, I'm not going to crush him, but I will say that I think we almost lost Chuck Dowdle because you're going to hear in this piece of audio, I think Chuck Dowdle's soul left his body for a moment, and (laughs) then he got it right back because it sounds like he's he's dying, and then he sucks
1: his soul right back in. Listen for Chuck Dowdle's soul. Where do we stand at Georgia with some of that as far as uh, getting started uh, immediately with Herschel Walker? Uh, What's holding us back on
4: that?
3: You know, I would, uh, I can only tell you what, uh, you know, the, the, the biggest award handed out to any former student athlete at the University of Georgia is the Circle of Honor. And if you'll notice, Herschel is not a member of that because to be a member of that, you had to have graduated from the university.
1: What the hell was that? <laughs> okay, you added that. That's not real. Was that the Chuck Demon making his way out of the Dowdle body? What's that? <laughs> I think he was, like, when we have a Chuck Dolphin oh. where Chuck will make a little noise, I think he was ready to say
2: something. He stopped, and that's what came out. <laughs> Come out here, Oh, my God.
1: Okay. All right, I'm glad he's okay. My goodness. Oh, he got the
2: soul back in there. <laughs> All right, let's move over to Matt Chernoff. No, let's not. We're done. Who during uh, our days when we head over to the sports X decides that all level of professional decorum goes out the window? It's a lot more loosey goosey time. Yeah, you decided to. Well, I'll just say you bombed the entire studio multiple times.
0: TV that's out like is oh, outdoor cool. TV. That's nice. So I can be smoking a heater outside, watching right. one game, that's and cool. still see the other game. Yeah. You no, know,
1: I looked at one of these Sunbright TVs and doing some surround sound and doing something out there, but it still doesn't solve the multi TV option. What kind of TV?
0: <laughs> who was that? <laughs> Who was that? Who was what? That was loud.
2: Like that Matthew... was audible.
1: That was audible. Matt Chernoff. What? I'm sorry. What are you talking about? I'm sorry you're trapped in there with him. <laughs> what are we talking about? We're talking about Chuck going in the control room. Oh. <laughs> so, all right. Here's the other big news. You wanted to know what it was. Did he just do it again? He just did it again. And by
3: he, it's
0: yes, Matt. A lot of protein. You just did twice, and we could all hear it. It's because your legs are up on the counter and your butt is closer to the mic.
1: Matt, go to break. Send us to break. Okay. Oh, farts are funny.
3: No, they're not. They're rude. They're rude.
0: He really thought. Who was that?
3: And he is leaning back
1: with his feet on the table,
3: pointed towards the microphone.
1: Wouldn't the audience rather us be comfortable with them at this point? That like Cape Canaveral, launching rockets. Why do we always hear, "Oh, the couple that farts in front of each other, comfortable"? We're the couple. You're the audience. I fart in front of you. Sorry.
2: All right, two cuts, and then we're uh, we're finished up with this return of an audio fun bag. (laughs) Rude. Rude. I haven't determined what this is exactly. Now, is this a cough? Is this a burp? Or is this Steak Shapiro's soul attempting to leave his body?
4: It's a Tuesday morning and I'm staking. This is the front row. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. You're, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Veterans here. Sandra's sick. Walking pneumonia. Good night. It's had a rough stretch, health-wise, to say the least. A lot of people getting sick these days, so I don't know when she'll be back, but Big Dan's in the house. Good morning. Ooh, how are we doing? Yeah, turn it on the microphone. That's tough good to do this morning one. to you. Congratulations. On good morning.
0: Television. It feels good.
2: I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, but also, too, I mean, you know, it's one of those things me and Finn talk all the
1: time. How about Dan not paying any attention to the thing coming out of steak? <laughs> he just fought through it. Was Dan looking at him or just not even caring? Don't well, <laughs> yeah, listen.
2: All right, your last piece of audio. Mm. I saved the best for last. Wow. This yeah. is uh, <laughs> this is Buck Baloo. And I was working with Buck uh, one day, probably about seven or eight months ago, and there was a story of a, a boxer that we all know who had passed away.
1: Bye.
2: And Buck decided to take it a certain direction. And we're going to lead with some very sad news. Purnell Sweet Pea
1: Whitaker, world title Hall of Fame boxer, hit by a car in Virginia Beach last night. Passes away at 55 years young. That was one of those guys that 20 years ago in boxing,
2: every big event involved him. He was that good of a defensive fighter.
1: He was a a professional boxer from 1984 to 2001, and I don't believe anybody's hit him flush yet. No. Well, besides the car. No!
2: Baker Mayfield in the news.
1: <laughs> oh, no, Baker Mayfield in the news. No need to segue to anything else. I do Baker app- Mayfield in the news. <laughs> I do appreciate that everybody laid out wonderfully well. Buck's poor time joke was there. My to- goodness. It's a fun bag. Oh my goodness. I miss the bag so much.
0: It's weird that it took a pandemic to bring back one of the most favorite segments on 680. But I'm glad it's back. Yes, I'm sorry. It makes everybody smile. It it does. I'm sorry it took that. D- you know, I, I wish... Yeah, it- I'd prefer
2: we got it back without... Yeah, like... Us having to change our lives for five, six months.
0: Hey, Atlanta won a championship. Let's bring back the fun bag. Like, that would have been a lot cooler if we could have brought it back that way. Yeah, look, the Five Stripes, they got it done. Let's bring it back. But instead it was like, hey, a lot of people lost their job. Let's give them a fun bag. (laughs) Let's give them a fun bag here. (laughs) Here's your unemployment check and your fun bag. Shovel
2: some audio at them. They'll love it.
0: But at least we got it back. That was cool.
2: All right, take us out.
0: No, you always put the pressure on me. I'm not doing it this time. Yeah, I am. All right, y'all be good. Stay safe. We'll talk to you in, if it's seven days, 24, 48, shit, 48, somewhere I get to 90, 72, 96, 96 plus 72, uh, nine is 160. We'll talk to you in 168 hours. We'll talk to you in 168 hours.